Welcome to Chapter One with Houston Public Library, where we give you just enough story to get you hooked. This episode features Daughters of Jubilation by Kara Lee Corthron, read by Kendra. This title is intended for teens, however, it may contain language or themes that some readers may find offensive. Recorded with permission of Simon & Schuster. Chapter 1. Savior. Here's the thing about me. I ain't normal. Never have been, never will be. So, that's my private business and nobody else's. I got no interest in drawing attention to myself for any reason other than my good looks and memorable personality. They don't understand what I did yesterday. So they're making a big fuss. I hate it, but what am I supposed to do? Refuse a newspaper interview with my mother so proud she's finna combust? Can you remember what you were thinking when you first noticed that something was wrong? A young reporter asked me. If I didn't know better, I'd think he was in high school too. Nothing, I say. I could just tell it was gonna fall, so I had to get them out of the way. This is silliness. Who wouldn't have done what I did? He asked a few more questions than he makes me pose for a photo with their family. The Pritchards. They flashed toothy smiles at me, their savior. Had I not been there yesterday, when a big old oak tree was about to fall on them and their new shiny T-Bird convertible, we would not be sitting here all sweet and harmonious. The flash bulb blinds me, and I'm finally free to go. Mr. and Mrs. Pritchard thank me once again. Their toddlers run circles around us, and Mrs. Pritchard's fat with another one on the way. T-Bird ain't exactly a family car, but that's none of my business. You should come over to our house for supper one night, she offers. In a fraction of a second, Mr. Pritchard shoots her a look. Ain't no way in hell he's ever going to let me step foot into his house. Not that I want to go. Plus, white people can't cook. Thank you, but I'm just glad y'all are safe, I say in my good girl voice with my forced good girl smile. I leave the newspaper office's step with Mama beaming beside me. I'ma stop saying it, but I am so proud of you, baby. You're so brave and selfless. Honestly, I just didn't have time to think, I say. That means saving folks is just who you are then. Don't lessen it. This is a great thing you done. We get to the bus stop and wait. What you want to eat tonight? I'll make whatever you want and you don't even have to help me. Maybe chicken and dumplings, I tell her. Should've known. I was guessing you'd say shrimp and grits, but chicken and dumpling would have been my second guess, she says. I might have said shrimp and grits. But the last time I asked for it, she complained about the rising price of certain kinds of fish, so I thought it was off limits. She bumps me with her shoulder, and I can't help but grin. It's a weird affectionate thing she used to do when I was little. Mama doesn't know the whole story, though. I'm not a hero. It's the end of a mostly mild spring. There was no storm or high winds. No reason for a giant oak like that to just plummet to the ground. I was fooling around because I got mad. I raided my trusty shrin into a neighborhood I didn't recognize. Hand it meant to. I just wasn't paying attention. I stopped to figure out where I was and how I ended up there when a man approached me. Who do you belong to? He asked, giving me the dirtiest look. No one. I just got lost, I explained, backing me and my bike away from him. I suggest you get unlost before you catch some real trouble. He barked, and then he marched across the street to the car where his wife and kids waited for him. The wife was hollering at the little ones to get in the car, but they didn't pay her no mind. When he got to the driver's side door before getting in, he said something to the woman and she got close to him. They talked for a few more seconds. I was too far away to hear what they said, and the wife looked over at me, shaking her head in disgust, like the very sight of me was ruining their whole day. That old oak tree was big enough and near enough that I thought, wouldn't it be something for these folks to have an accident right now? 
It was a quick thought, and I don't think I meant it, but it didn't matter. A sharp headache ripped through me, and the tree started rocking at the bottom of its trunk. And it kept on rocking, harder and harder. Couldn't believe my eyes. I tried to make it stop, but then I heard the unmistakable creaking sound of wood starting to snap. I ran over and shoved the family out of the way, all of them. And then the tree came down, crushing that shiny new car. Once they got over the initial shock, the kids started crying and screaming, and their parents tripped over each other, thanking me. I made the mistake of telling them my name, which is how the newspaper found me. So yeah, sure, I guess I saved the Pritchards from certain death, but nobody knows I tried to kill them first. Wondering what happens next? Check out Daughters of Jubilation by Kara Lee Corthron, available in multiple formats at www.houstonlibrary.org. 